Well, hello and welcome to What's Brewing CISFA. What's Brewing CISFA is a podcast produced for the California Community Colleges Student Financial Aid Administrators Association. I'm your host, Dennis Schrader. I serve as the 2021-2022 CISFA past president. And I'm Dana Yarbrough, Dennis's co-host and fellow employee at Los Angeles Mission College. What's Brewing CISFA hopes to inform and entertain you 30 minutes at a time. So let's start the show. And welcome to another episode of What's Brewing CISFA. Let's start this show with our first cup. Dana, I think we're lying to our audience. Man. Again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling, uh, you know, because we're taping this right at the midday of Friday. Right. I have a feeling you've already got your coffee in. I've, I'm on the, the pre, pre, uh, after, the pre, after coffee. The pre, the post? The pre, You'd call it the, the pre, after post. <laughs> so you've had your coffee, you're saying? I've had my coffee. I was going to say, because we put so, you right to work at the... Some, some post. Look, I can't... Look, I even said it wrong. Yeah, you're right. The post. I'm sorry. Look. If it's not it's the pre... It's been a day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is what um, happens when we send Dana away to work uh, to work the table at a senior day. Yeah, absolutely. Apparently, you lose all your wits and about you. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to get that bad. No, no. It was um, actually... This one was actually pretty good. It was pretty tamed. So, not too hectic. So, really grateful for that. Well, if anything, we've had... We've learned from these senior days to lower our expectations, at least when it comes to numbers. <laughs> I mean, every time it's like, oh, we're going to have 200, oh, yeah, 300 yeah. students. Uh-huh. And then you find out, oh, okay, 50, 20. I can do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, you know, then it's like, oh, well, half of them canceled. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Because yeah, they're, they're younger people, so, you know, they have busy lives. <laughs> busy lives. <laughs> Yeah, unlike us adults here. <laughs> oh man, but they're You're funny. I know, huh? But they're very, uh, very nice young people, very pleasant, yeah. uh, and all have done their FAFSA applications because that's the first question I ask them. So good. Uh, it's just a matter of because I. So this is my like one minute spiel. Uh-huh. Hey guys, how you doing? My name is Dana Yarbrough. Welcome. You know, it's a senior day, a financial aid technician here at Mission College. First question for you, have you done your FAFSA application? And then you, you get the head nods. They get yes, the nods, yes, uh-huh. yeah. And then uh, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, hopefully they did it right. And then. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that, don't go that deep. You don't want to know. <laughs> and then the second question is, okay, guys, so um, you plan, going to come here, another community college, university, and then mm-hmm. you know, give various uh, answers on that. And then based on how they answer, then I'll tell them, well, if anything you get out of this presentation is a follow up with the financial aid office yes. during the summertime, even if you're not going to enroll in mm-hmm. the summer session, follow up with us to number one, make sure we have the FAFSA application. Number two, that you don't need to submit any additional documentation. We can tell you if you qualify, what you qualify for, if you're going to get any funds back, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, well, and especially because, uh, you know, unlike a year ago where even at this point we were still not back on campus. But we are still going from a virtual world to a virtual world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also the feds had put in that stuff about, you know, waiving verification. Right. It's all back on. Oh, yeah. that's And that's another it's thing. It's all yeah. back on for the so coming school year. I do preach the gospel uh, follow up. Yes. Because you don't know what you're going to have to submit to us. Yes. Yeah, so so, there, yeah. you know, the verification process, as yeah, we've talked about on. before. It's on. 
it's back on now. I don't know what the numbers are looking like, but I'm I'm sure we're still somewhere in the twenty to thirty percent range of students who have to verify income, verify mm-hmm. people in the household. Mm-hmm. A tiny little percentage have to verify, uh, you know, identity. Mm-hmm. In other words, that they're a real person, and all that good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's back on. We don't have, that waiver ends. Uh, at the end of this school year, and we're we're back into the real world, everyone. It's back, so get ready. And you know, you thank you for saying that because now I'm gonna add something else to my little monologue. Yeah. Check your LACCD email. Yes. <laughs> Make sure you have access to it. Yes. Because I know the first thing out of their mouths. Well, nobody told me. Mm. You know. Or I didn't know you guys use email. Uh. Really. That is 100% of our communication mode. Look, yeah. I mean, it could be worse. I mean, it could be that all we do is send you mail, mm-hmm. and we know nobody's going to get their mail for one of two reasons. Mm-hmm. One, they don't check it. Right. Two, it's being stolen. Okay. I mean, it is yeah. in L.A. It's one or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, um, But, yeah, I don't, I, I don't quite get it, and I don't – I almost give no credence anymore to someone that says, oh, I don't check my email. Right. Now, I will say, because I do have mm-hmm. an actual LACCD student email uh-huh. that is active – and I will say we, you do get bombarded with communications. It's so, a hard thing yeah, to control. You, so you have to like really yeah. um, pay attention or set up your email account where you're able to filter properly. Well, um, these are the skills I have tried to gain myself and give to others uh, when possible when talking to colleagues, which is the idea of filtering. Mm-hmm, absolutely. You know, I've got subfolders in mm-hmm, my little inbox yeah, at the top. Same here. I've got rules yep, set so that, you know. Too. <laughs> NASFA News, you know, our great friends at NASFA put out a daily news. Uh, the rule number one, if NAFs, if from NASFA News, it goes right into the folder called reading. Mm-hmm. Because the reading folder is a folder I do not need to look at every day. <laughs> it's something I can look at once a week. Right. Worst case on the weekends. Worst case two weeks later. Right. It's not timely stuff. Absolutely. You know, the chancellor's office does a daily news thing too. Uh, same thing um, into that folder. Mm-hmm. Same thing for like certain reports. Go right into the folder for being reviewed. Mm-hmm. You know, filters. Learning how to do that. You know, learn how to filter out the, the junk and all is useful. You know, but at the same time, you're right. Learn how to utilize email and make it work for you because uh, we can't all live by the idea of the uh, zero inbox, as they call oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. tough. Right. That's hard. But for students, if you don't want to keep up on it, then you have to know you're going to be behind on things. Yeah. And then at the same time at the campus level, we do have to be cognizant <laughs> of what we're always sending and and be careful about that. Not only that is let's not have an actual word conversation through email like it's mm-hmm. a big thing i don't know if other people have that situation yeah. on their campus or just even in their personal emails but um it sucks <laughs> yeah i mean this is something i remember like it, i think it was towards the start of the pandemic i had a little we had a little email conversation among the financial aid directors in the district mm-hmm. because things were getting out of hand with mm. the reply alls yes. That's another thing. The too. things that I do not need to be reply right, all right. on if I'm part yeah. of the group. I don't need to know that you said yes to Amanda that you're gonna be at her house yeah. to pick her up, you know, for the conference. I, or thank yous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, district sends out a report and a confirmation on something, and I have to see. Not all of them do it, but five other thank yous on a reply all. Right. Uh-huh. Here's what I do when I thank that person. I thank that person. That person, not uh-huh. the whole group. Right. Don't, I don't need the accolades for the accolades. And I guess, you know, it's one of those things people learn, 
Learn that reply all should be, uh, it should almost be a case of, this is my thing again, you got to pay a dollar. You got to put a dollar into some account before you hit the reply all button or it asks you to for your PayPal info so that you think twice about the reply all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess more things about managing. And I think it's, it's tough on a campus, even of our size. Like you're saying, the bombardment. It's Look at any of your personal emails when you got email newsletters from the five mm-hmm. different stores that you went to in the last <laughs> yeah. year. Or you uh, when you visited uh, Insta, Instagram and you got yeah. invited. And yeah, you're getting all those communications. Yeah. And it's tough. I mean, there's no, there's no set hard rules to how you stratify and break yeah. things out. It's like your phone and, and, and notifications. Sometimes I don't know I'm getting notifications until that first time I get one. It's like... I don't care, DoorDash. I'm not. The only thing I want to know from DoorDash is if I'm in the midst of an order. Right. Text. Keep the text coming uh-huh. that says, your person's left the place. They're on the way. They've had to drop another order off. They're on the way. And that's all I care. <laughs> I don't need one in the middle of the week yeah. that says, DoorDash has $5 off your order of $7,000 of food. Or you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Something completely useless. But that, but that sounds absolutely right, though. Right? Um, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't need that. Uh-huh. So, you know, instead of turning all the notifications off, it's such a little fine granular thing that, yeah. that now I have to do it for one of the 500 apps on my phone. Right. And email, same thing. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's trying to, you know, properly filter and then try to determine what's correct or what what needs to be worked on. It's a lot of work. And so, kids, you, you're just going to have to learn to do it. That's right. what I'm going to have to say, students. You just got to do it. You can't just say, no, I only will take text. The world doesn't work only on text. Mm, mm-hmm. And don't treat email like text, mm-hmm. you know? That's another thing. Oh, my yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Yes, if I email you back, it's because it's either an important conversation or I had time for you. It's almost never both. And, and more than likely, as soon as you try to email me back looking for a quick response, again, unless I find it to be important on something that I need right now, you're going maybe to the back of the line for a little while. Yeah. It just is. Don't expect to try to use email like a text with me. Yeah. Put your ideas all into one. And don't send me seven different emails in a day with seven different questions. It yeah. sounds like you should have had some coffee, sat down, wrote out all the things, and just kept your list going until finally you got four things. It's like, okay, now I got to email Dana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got four things to talk to Dana about. Or you know what? Just call me. Well, you could try that. <laughs> it's funny. We brought that. Someone brought that up in a meeting yeah. uh, yesterday about, just um, call me. I think it was one of our people, uh, Christina was talking about calls to students about something. And how, like, literally, or no, it was, I think maybe it was Wendy when they were out to high school. She handles our high school outreach here about how literally you can call students at high, high school students. And if you're lucky, one out of ten may pick up. <laughs> you know, because, again, they just don't, they don't pick up phone calls. I mean, their phones are nothing more than text machines, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for or all those, and all I was going to say, yeah, stuff. for social media platforms, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but actually know how to pick it up you and know talk what? to it. You just gave me a great idea. Yeah. I'll, next, because I think we have a senior day next Friday, is that right? Oh, I'm almost certain we do. Let me look at the calendar <laughs> while we're here. Uh, yeah. Yes, we have a senior so day. I think I might just take a survey of students. Yeah. By the way, do you know what your phone is for? Yeah. Did you know that, you know, traditionally it's for phone calls? Yeah. I ask questions. You know, maybe this could be part of the spinning wheel thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe we can find one of those old-timey AT&Ts from oh, your house man. with you the rotary, rotary dial. Yes. 
a rotary phone. And if yes. they refer to it as a rotary dial phone, they win a prize. Are you kidding? They get money. Yeah. Like actual, oh, yeah. A I'll, gift I'll, card or something. I'll I'll help fund some Man. of that because I know I'm not giving money away. Oh my god! You know what? I know my dad has a few rotary phones at his house. Maybe he could ship me one. I don't think we do. Because I remember growing up, those were the, at that point, you leased them from AT&T. Listen, listen We no. had two. I'm going to blow your mind, Dennis. Yeah. Because you've met my dad. And I'm, for those of you, it's kind of, my dad's an enigma, for those of you. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, so. yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, like meeting space alien kind of enigma. No, he's, he's, he's one of a kind. He really, really is. Uh, my dad is special in a good way. That's right. I remember growing up, he had this gold, Victorian style rotary right. phone with the Victorian looking lady, yeah, white lady in the middle of cameo. Course. Yes. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, people. That's what we had up in Pacoima. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is like half of the world of eBay still now, right? <laughs> is all the stuff that's like that's all junk now. No, no somebody's gonna want one. No, no, my dad probably has three or four of them. I don't doubt it. I yes. remember those styles. Yes. No, we just had the standard, um, like sunburst yellow in the kitchen, mm-hmm. hanging on the wall, mm-hmm. on the wall, uh-huh. uh huh, with the super long, yep, you know, the, uh, the squirrely cable, yep. mm-hmm. and then we had the uh, olive green, uh, avocado green kind of okay. color one that was in the bedroom. Okay. Now we were we were special. Yeah. We were one of a kind in my house. Wow. Now, we we were lucky. We had, in the parents' bedroom, they had the phone because you never know. And I can't even think if we had an answering machine. Wow. Until late 80s? Okay. Because that would have cost money. Mm Mm-hmm. And people, first of all, don't understand what an answering machine is. (laughs) Second of all... You know, you had different ones. You had the one tape yep, or the say. lucky people who had the, the two, two the tapes. Two. I think we had the one. I had, had the, the one, one yeah. too. Uh-huh. Now, the thing is, though, when I went off to college, I had the one tape, mini tape, not the big yeah, the cassette. One. Yeah, the little one. Yeah. Because one. it had a digital greeting. Okay. I don't know. So you press that. a button and I would go, Hi, this is Dennis. Oh, uh, okay. I'm not in my dorm room right now, but leave a message. So that was actually digital. So all the messages were actually on the tape. Nice. When it was the only one tape, otherwise what it was, you recorded your uh, thing at the front of the tape, uh-huh. and then it would do you a message, to re- and then, you have to and then it right? would automatically rewind yes. to, the, to that, and uh-huh. it would have to find space. So yeah. if you ever had one of those back in the 80s experiences where you hear the... Hi, this is Dana. I can't come to the phone right now. Please leave a message at the end of the beep. And if the beep was short, that means you're like the first one. But if the beep was like beep. You're like 55. You're The, the phone is literally trying to find where yeah. that last message cut off. Uh-huh. Isn't that crazy? I, You know, and I, I want to say that's the one we had. It might I be. Wanted. Most people had yeah. the one tapers. Uh-huh. Yeah. The two tapes were very special. <laughs> and they were very large. Man. I mean, it was like a griddle size yeah, type of It was ginormous. Thing. And was yours brown? I've... The one that I took to college was that, you know, at that point it was like from Sears. It was all gray. Okay, gray. I'm trying to think what my parents had. It was okay. a one taper. I'm trying to think if it had wood grain on it, though. See, that's what I think. I'm thinking it may have. I remember. I think that's what we had. I remember the yeah. one tape, and I think it was the wood brown. It probably grain. did. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, what more Now, if guess? it worked, only Dad could tell you. Oh, yeah. I couldn't tell you either with my parents because, again, with my parents, later in life we got them a little digital one. Uh-huh. And I had a little digital only one that was all digital. Uh, it was so, it was, you know, whether or not parents would actually, you know, 
either A, listen to them, or B, ever delete them. It's a whole other thing. Okay. I just remember how cool it was because then I would have that card in my wallet. So, like, you know, uh, you know, go visit family for a week or whatever, and I could call my answering machine, punch in the code, <laughs> and it would say, you have no five messages. messages. Oh, man. And then you'd have to know what the next thing is. Like, hit five. Okay, message one. And then it would play. And then you could, like, rewind it and delete it. And uh, That's super cool. At that time. At that time, yes. Uh, yes. I bet you you thought you were the bee's knees. To be able to retrieve your uh-huh, messages. Uh-huh. This is what, and now this is what all our young people are not going to understand. The days before cell phones. There were days before cell phones. And so, yes, if you had someone calling you, they were getting your answering machine. Yep. These were, this would probably have been, no, I think in college it was the earliest we had call waiting because my parents were never going to spend the money on that. Right. Never, never. We're going to continue this, uh, everyone, uh, this hot telephone talk in just a couple minutes here or, or less as we take a little short musical break. And we're back for our second cup on the What's Brewing Ceaseless Show. We hit the right button there to get our sound effects of our poured in virtual cups. Man, we really went down the rabbit hole there on the Yes, yeah, so situation. everyone under the age of 30 right now is like, I don't understand anything they're talking about. Landlines. Rotaries. Rotary phones. Again, we still say the word dial, right? Mm-hmm. Dial their number. And where does that come from? An actual dial, everybody, on a phone. Oh, on a phone. Yeah, so when you see that stuff, go watch, uh, you know, some uh, Columbo <laughs> or something like that, and you'll see what that kind of phone looks like. All right, Peter. Yeah. Calm down over here. All right, I know. <laughs> so what did we have on the topics list? I don't even know what I had. So, oh, I know. So, okay. Yeah, let's, yeah. speaking of topics, so yeah. you're trying to escape the office in a couple of weeks, right? Yes, I'm trying to take vacation because I'm tired of you all. Okay. Well, I mean, I... I'm tired of all this. Too. I, I mean, say, I'm just, I'm tired. Listen. And I need a complete break from work. Okay, so you, you need to go away for your mental health well-being. Yes, because tired. I don't have any mental health right now. <laughs> I mean, doing two jobs for four plus months oh, now. Man. You know, as people have slowly left the boat because of retirement, yeah. or moving up. They're leaving us, man. And not being able to fill on, you know. If this was a private company, we would have just shut the division down and closed up and sold the plant at this point when mm-hmm. you're this low on employees. But yeah. being this is a public thing, we just have to wait it and grind it out while other departments and all put us through the ringer for man, hiring. Man, man. And not only that, but you even try to squeeze every single drop of blood. Like mom, exactly. was, mom would say, uh, getting blood from a turnip over here. Yeah, they've been yeah. squeezing the blood out of turnips here, you know, that <laughs> – but I have to say, we're not the only department feeling that pain because I've been to enough meetings this week where people outside our department are in the same boat of, you know, we're trying to do all these things to raise enrollment and right. all and try right. to get students going. Mm-hmm. And there's certainly some hiring going on on campus, but you don't see the logic to it. Right. Because maybe mm-hmm. it's a little hard to see because we're not administrators on how this is all put together. Again, it's it's been a... Slow road to try to build back the office. Absolutely. Yeah. So what about you, Diz? I just take one day at a time. Uh, I I try to, but I'm doing two days of work sometimes (laughs) at the time. I mean, I was up till past midnight yesterday. When we we let you sleep, when we let you. 
Yeah, really. <laughs> now I was doing petitions last night. Thank God, because some phone calls, man. I know, and now they're still coming in today. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, so, you're, so you're trying to escape us. Yes, I'll be gone. Us. So what's going to happen with uh, the pod here? Well, that's uh, my thought was, and you tell me, and we can maybe do this, was I know I, in talking to some people, uh, when I was talking about the pod to some people, they're like, oh, well, why don't you interview us? And this was like people from the Student Aid Commission. Nice. So like, yeah, that would be a great idea. Yeah. And then I know, like, say, David Levy and Mark Kantrowitz, ones that I've got some books on, uh, you know, financial aid stuff. And uh -huh. David Levy has worked with the CASFA and Student Aid Commission people on these high school workshops that we were talking about earlier uh, before the show. Um, you know, getting people like that in to talk financial aid guru right. stuff. Uh huh. I think that's an excellent idea. And I love how they're already on board to do it. Exactly. So I don't think I'd have any problems. So the idea is pre-vacation. Maybe is taking some time and recording ahead of time those interviews okay. as a show and then put those out during the two weeks. I'm not going to be really available. Got you. That way you'll uh, you, you'll get to sit back a little bit because <laughs> otherwise you got to figure out how to run all of this. You know? And then also if, I, if I'm running the pod, there might not be a pod when you come <sighs> yeah, back. Yeah, <laughs> when I get back, it's going to be like. Uh, I got yeah, I got some notifications yeah, our, so, our, our of host. Cease, of deceased and, uh, and desist. Yeah, our, our yeah. host uh, website will be like, <laughs> um, you didn't mark your episodes as explicit, and they were very explicit. In a good way. Uh, sometimes it can be. Yeah, in a good way. Yes, I'm sure they it can be, but we're not, you know, we're not Joe Rogan. We don't have his oh, numbers. Oh, no, no, we don't. We're not no. Adam Carolla. We don't mm, have his numbers. Nope. We don't have, like, some... Probably NPR, New York Times nope. writer. That's got a big thing. Sure We're don't. not doing uh, Yardley Smith, the wo the woman who does uh, Lisa Simpson on The Simpsons. Oh, okay. She apparently has a pod, I think. Okay. Relating to something, maybe true crime stuff. Okay. I just happen to see I, I I'm behind on my Simpsons, and this ties back to you know one of our coworkers who's into true crime podcast. Yes, she is. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I have a friend who turned me on to one about. Uh, a crime just up in San Luis Obispo 25 years ago. Oh, wow. 26 now. Mm -hmm. um, but on the Simpsons episode, everything goes crazy because Kent Brockman, the newsman, mm -hmm. I think, or is it Homer? I can't remember. Starts up a podcast that um, I think frames Grandpa Simpson for murdering somebody. <laughs> oh, right? Man. And the idea is, the podcast really makes it out to be that Gramps and Simpson must be guilty, right? <laughs> well, somewhere in the middle of the show, Yardley Smith comes in as herself okay. into the show. Oh, and she sounds, and she's got that Lisa Simpson voice. Uh -huh. And, of course, she sounds like just slightly different. So she walks into the bar and uh, confronts Kent Brockman because she's like, I'm Yardley Smith and I have a, you know, whatever. And, and I think Kent Brockman sounds, you do sound somewhat familiar. Okay. Because she sounds like yeah, Lisa Simpson yeah. a little bit and confronts him on how, you know, shows like uh, his podcast, you know, you know, uh, you know, work against the justice system and Aww. all because it, it just pre pre uh, presumes people are guilty right. and all just based upon, you know, what evidence you think you have and mm -hmm. all. So kind of a very interesting thing. That sounds like it. Yeah. Oh, so man. I'd like to get her on the show. She seems really funny. Let's go. I heard her on uh, interviewed by Adam Carolla. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> then she does some other cooking shows or something she picked up during the um, 
pandemic. During the pandemic, like everybody else, apparently. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I think we all have some hobbies that we all Yeah, have, I just have a feeling whatever she's doing is, what do they call that? Oh, earning money. Oh. <laughs> Whereas everything we do, Yeah, not so no, much. not so much, no. Yeah, who knew? Who knew there would be this kind of opportunity? Mm-hmm. So back to that topic, wherever we just got waylaid, Interviews sound good, they you sound, think? I think maybe some CSAC people. Maybe get awesome. someone from NASFA. And that would be so great. NASFA, yeah. let's go. I know you're, somebody's listening out there. I hope so. Uh-huh. Anyone else that you think I should? Uh... No, I think those are excellent choices. Because I know we've, we've actually talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting individuals from uh, those organizations out to, you know, talk to us and mm-hmm. have us interview. So I, I'm all for it. Okay. Uh-huh. I will definitely try to pull you into as many as possible. Oh, so you wanted to be jackassery? Uh, well, uh, maybe for some of them, yes. <laughs> I think that's the way to go, everybody. <laughs> Just like we're going to get ourselves out of this and move ourselves on to the last, last part of the show here, everyone. And just like that, we're back for the last part of the show. It's our last sip segment. All right, Dana. Dana, Dana. I know, huh? Out of control. It really is. It's as Friday. Come on, man. I just mentioned putting you on the show, and then suddenly it's like a free-for-all Animal House uh, style <laughs> uh, show here that we have to do. Oh, man. So it's I Dare You To time. Yeah. Do you have some I Dare You To? I see you looking something up. Yeah, on my phone. Look at that. Yeah, so um, so one of my favorite actresses, Dennis, I don't know if mm-hmm. I ever told you, uh, is Viola Davis. Uh-huh. Um, and actually- It's not Viola? <laughs> I'm kidding. It's Viola. Viola. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So she actually uh, released her uh, autobiography this uh-huh. week. And so my mom and I, we watched the Netflix special that she has with Oprah- and so that's my idea you is to watch, you know, if you have Netflix, if you're mm-hmm. still hanging on to Netflix, because, you know, they raise their prices. So anyway, that, that's another rant. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so my idea you is for those of you listening, you know, definitely check out uh, the special with Oprah interviewing Viola Davis about her memoir. It's 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 amazing. Um, so I am going to actually buy the book. And mm-hmm. um, after I read it, I'm going to, I dare you guys to read the book. Okay. Again, after I read it. But I would say start off watching the the special. Um, I think anybody who watches it will be really moved by her story. Um, when I talk about she comes from humble beginnings, um, yeah. I'll put it the way Oprah put it. Oprah said she grew up poor, but Viola, she grew up po. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't afford the or at the end. <laughs> wow. So all she so, ate was po' boy sandwiches? Was, was po. Man, nah, man. She lived in one of those situations where she said um, the plaster was coming off the walls. Because uh-huh. she grew up in, um, uh, I believe, Rhode Island. So the winters would be really cold. Mm, and mm. she they were hungry all the time. And then she has this crazy story uh, growing up where um, at nighttime they would hear the rats. And uh-huh. how the rats would eat her, ate the faces off her dolls. Like wow. some intense, like... Man, stories that she has. So you know? not so poor that she didn't have dolls, but a very tasty doll. I <laughs> know, huh? Like that where the rats are eaten. Yeah, like, right. Man. Um, so yeah, really, really inspirational, really deep uh uh segment that she has with Oprah. Uh so and again, after I read the book, I'll I'll let you guys know. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. It sounds like it's uh, going to be an interesting read. It is, it is. And uh, again, she's like absolutely one of my, my favorite actresses um, out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so really excited to to actually read the book. But again, just watching it, especially watching it with my mom, um, I think a lot of people will be moved and just touched just by watching yeah. the, the special, you know. Awesome. Um, I wonder if she was on that, uh, uh, you know, I watched the Henry Louis Gates Jr., uh, finding your roots mm-hmm. show. I wonder mm-hmm. if she's been on that. I don't know, man. I thought they. He's seen. I thought he's they, uh, done canceled. a lot of actresses and such on that show. Is it still on? I thought it was. It was canceled. Uh, it's still going. Uh, well, I I only I have the DVR set to record oh. new episodes, and okay. I'm trying to think. You said DVR. I know there were. <laughs> what else do they call it? DVR. I love it. What else do they call it? So you record the episodes on your DVR? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, Oprah, for sure. She's done it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I, I don't but think there's Viola been does. so many other think, actresses, maybe. Oh, okay. uh-huh. I know there was new episodes this year, so okay. I'm not completely crazy, everyone. <laughs> I swear. That would make that my I Dare You To, but I already have used that as my I Dare You To, is Finding Your Roots okay. uh, by Henry Louis Gates Jr. Your roots are your roots. Roots. Your ruts. Well, in my case, it's a rut. It's a Uh, roots. Oh, man. Roots it is. Uh Okay. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. I'll take a different one. I'll I'll pick a a dumb uh, I dare you to. I've been watching the last. I haven't watched them all in in order. I think it's on CBS. So that means no one under the age of 70 is watching this show. And Dana's not watching because it's probably available on regular TV and uh, she doesn't have to pay for a listen, streaming service. Listen, if they go up, if they go up anymore, it's a wrap. Yeah, you're going to be watching over. CBS. I'm going to be watching CBS. Me, you, and all the old folks. And in NBC and uh, ABC uh-huh. and KCAL. <laughs> have you even, here's a show I'm going to put out there as my, I dare you to. I'm going to actually cross my other one off. Have you seen this show called Grand Crew? It sounds familiar. Does it's it have on, to do with, with cars? Ah, uh, so wrong. Okay, then I don't know. Hold that. on. I it's, think it's on, uh, I got to type the right keyboard here on my, uh, uh, it's on NBC. So uh, what it is, it's a show on NBC. Uh, it's all African-Americans. Okay. I'm going to say they're like 20-somethings and 30-somethings. But the thing that I like about it is, that uh, it takes place in L.A. Okay. So, like, where the show is, it's kind of like that Silver Lake area. Oh. And so it's a it's a group of young guys and gals that hang out at mostly a wine bar. That's okay. why it's called the Grand Crew. But it would be like, K, you know, CRU if it was wine. A group of L.A. friends. Uh, and uh, And so the scenery, at least... You recognize some of it from, like, you know, Silver Lake area and all. But I just find it to be very, very funny. I think it crosses many lines, okay. they would say. All right. So if you haven't seen it, it's, uh, you know, again, one of these single-camera comedies. And I think we're already on to season two, they say. Okay. Wow. And this is NBC. NBC. Okay. Well, it says here, season one, episode 10 would have been March 8th. So maybe there is a second season coming, hopefully. Otherwise, I'd hate for you to... I'll just watch the end of the show. Maybe that was one of those questions here. All right. On the website. So check that out, everyone. Grand Crew. Not about cars. C-R-E-W. No, no. I think you're thinking the Grand Tour. I think I am. Yes. Yeah, you're close. You're Uh close there, Dana. Uh So close. All right. Let's, uh, 
Let's say goodbye to these wonderful people here. I think we've done about all we can for damage. We've actually ran long. How's that, huh? Oh, man. So I want to thank my co-host Dana for joining us today on What's Brewing CISFA. And thank you, our audience, for tuning in. And if you have something to say or you have topics you want us to discuss, email us at wbcisfa at gmail.com. You can find this in all What's Brewing CISFA podcasts on Google Podcasts, your Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn app on your Amazon Echo by using Alexa. What's Brewing CISFA is a production of Studio 1051, a creative collaboration of Dennis and me. This has been episode number 179, recorded Friday, April 29th, 2022. Have a great day and, and have, have a, a great, great weekend. weekend.